we're not we're not in the flow of this oh at all. <laughs> Wait, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome Just... to the Lifestyles and Feelings podcast. <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> we're so tired. And yeah, it's just it's been a week. It has. It's okay. Welcome, welcome, welcome. to the Lifestyle and Feelings Hello. podcast. We are here. This is episode three. How exciting! Yeah. So this episode is the period cast, and I think everyone can guess what it's about. So, guys might not want to listen to this podcast. You might get bored out of your mind, or maybe, you might learn a few things. Yeah, maybe they would want to see how it's like. Yeah. Most guys probably don't give two fucks about periods, but. <laughs> You know, I don't expect them to. So, let's start this off with what's on our mind. I feel like I've been feeling very, like, nostalgic lately. I've been listening to, like, all my old high school emo music, which is kind of cool. And I've been annoying Alex with it, so we've both been, like, singing My Chemical Romance at <laughs> random times. We did that yesterday. <laughs> He put on, oh my gosh, I forget the, I forget which one he put on. And then I said, oh, put on Helena. And like, mm-hmm. I never knew how to pronounce it when I was younger, so I, I don't even know if that's right. But like, that was always my favorite. Yeah. And every time that video came on, I got so excited. I love that one. And I was never a big fan, but I knew like the singles. But we were playing it yesterday, and it, it, I understand completely how you feel. Yeah, but I, I caught myself singing one of the songs from that album, it's like, never again, never again. They gave us two shots to the back of the head. And my coworkers were like, what? <laughs> What's going on? I'm like, oops. Me too. We should not. Yeah, and it says, like, and we're all dead. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I wish, but. <laughs> a little much for, like, a Tuesday afternoon, <laughs> right? Right, right. A little too much for, like, your 75-year-old coworkers. So, it's okay. Relatable. <laughs> I work around like so many people that are older than me that's been my biggest thing this week I've been training someone at work and by the time this goes up I mean she'll probably not even be under my wing anymore but she probably won't even listen to this she won't (laughs) and like I do not care because I feel like I'm not at work right now so it doesn't matter you know right um I leave my work at work and I've been training her and she is significantly older than me. She has a son that's my age. Mm-hmm. So she, right off the bat, does not respect me. Yeah. You know, she's she... Like, look at this girl. Yeah, she's like, look at this 22-year-old bitch. <laughs> and she doesn't know shit about what she's doing. And, you know, I've built up my knowledge about this job for the past, like, two years now. Mm-hmm. And she did something similar in the past. Not the same systems, not the same anything. She knew a little bit of, like, the email part of what I do, but she doesn't really have like most of the skills that I do and for her to sit here and disrespect me like she has been and be really rude and not listen to me and want to be on her own and not sit and watch me anymore because she got so bored she was like yawning the whole time and it was just really frustrating yeah that's not good well thankfully you said you're done with training her now Pretty much. Now I just have to deal with her sitting next to me and... Be like, you sit on that side. (laughs) But she does sit next to me and I do have to... She still technically is my trainee. Like, I have to help her and answer any questions she has. Stuff like that. So that's going to be annoying, but at least I can wear my headphones, listen to my podcast. Right, and she's not like constantly there with you. Mm -hmm. 
I don't have to monitor her as much. I actually took my breaks the last like couple days of the weeks, so it was nice. Just be like, you're on your own. I would rush down for my break, vape for like two secs, and then like run upstairs. It's, just, it's so annoying. Right, and just having someone that you like have to babysit, basically. Mm-hmm, like an old woman. <laughs> Babysitting an old woman. Well, thankfully that will be over soon. Yeah. You live and you learn, you get over it. <laughs> Speaking of that, let's talk about periods. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely like a learning curve for the first few times that it happens, right? I mean, for sure. I had a little bit of knowledge beforehand because I grew up around a lot of cousins. Definitely, I had a lot of inside knowledge. But if you grew up around like all brothers or something, you wouldn't have the knowledge that I did. You well, know, I had an older sister, but we are so far apart in age. She's almost nine years older than I am. Same. So I obviously knew like girls get your period, whatever, but mm-hmm. I didn't know the extent of it, like how long it lasted, <laughs> how god awful cramps are, little things like that. Like Not details to mention that every symptom nice. ever. Right. And, you know, that you might feel really gross, you might get, like, headaches and all these different things. So, it would have been nice, Mom, to know a little bit more about that. (laughs) Thanks, Mom. Yeah. I don't think my mom really talked about it. After she had me, she got her, like, tubes tied, Mm -hmm. so she didn't get periods anymore, so she had nothing around the house. When I got my period for the first time, I don't even remember if I had anything. She had to go buy it pads for me so that was really hard but you know I got over it (laughs) we all get over it you bleed you get over it so how old were you when you first got your period I can't remember do you remember I was in sixth grade so I think I was about 11 or 12 and the first time I got it it actually happened when I was sleeping so it was the middle of the night and I just remember having such bad cramps that I was crying. I was just really scared, didn't understand what was happening. Like obviously I knew it was my period because there was blood and whatever. But I woke my mom up just because I was like dramatically screaming in the bathroom. And then she tried to come in and I had the door locked. I'm like, no, leave me alone. I don't know what's happening to me. And she's like, can you shut up? Like, here's a fucking pad. Go back to sleep. (laughs) Thanks, Mom. Love you, too. Thanks for the comfort. Yeah, but I just remember having to to deal with that and then going to school the next day. I had a little purse, and I thought it was, like, super cute because it was baby blue, and my whole outfit was baby blue. And I was like, okay, this is going to be fine. I can have a matching purse. I'm going to look super cute. And then it was, I think, maybe second or third period of the day as far as my classes and I was like oh shit like I gotta change this pad deal so I went to you know ask to go to the bathroom and I was like oh my god I have to take this purse with me and everybody's gonna know that like I started my period now because I have to take a bag with me it's gonna be this big ordeal and then I go in the bathroom and there were girls in there just probably like skipping class or something and I remember slowly trying to open the packaging for this pad and it sounded to me it sounded like a bomb went off because I was like oh my god it does at first it does you're so embarrassed yeah and you're like everyone knows that I'm in here changing my pad oh my god 
and just like trying to clean yourself up in a bathroom but like also trying to be quick Ugh. and stuff is the worst feeling so gross and i don't know i just felt like really embarrassed even though i was in a stall by myself and nobody could see me it was still but i i felt like that i think all the way through school even when i went from using pads to tampons it still makes a really loud noise and you still have to clean yourself up and do the whole ordeal try to be somewhat like inconspicuous about it and quietly open your packaging and whatever and like trying to hide a tampon in your pocket and things like that i don't know why we have this big thing of like you have to keep it a secret that you're on your period but I remember when I was in high school, there was a girl, I think I was in maybe 10th grade, and she just blurted out in the middle of class, I need to go to the bathroom and change my tampon. And I was like, oh my God, you can say that. <laughs> it, it's always been, especially in school, like this thing of you have to like keep it a secret, but I loved that. That was, that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> that girl is my hero. Right? <laughs> Who is that? Can we meet? Can we get her on the podcast? I think like, she's actually a model now. She's pretty cool. We're about to creep on this girl after the podcast, know, by the way. No, but she's always just very like outspoken. I wish I was like that back then. Yeah, I definitely was the opposite. I was like, oh, oh my god, god, don't look at me. Like people know I'm on my period because they're looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Like, and the other thing about pads is feeling like you're wearing a fucking diaper at all it's times. It's so gross, and it, like, bunches up, and the sticky part, like, gets stuck to the side of your leg, and oh my god, it's fucking awful. Yeah. And then if you have any hair down there, which that was, like, immediately I, when I started mm-hmm. my period, I was like, nope, no more, that's gone, because <laughs> it would sometimes get stuck there, and mm-mm, yeah. no, thank you. And cleaning yourself up when there's hair down there is, you know, a little more tedious, Especially when you're in the shower. I can't. I have such a, like, good relationship with my period now that going back to this place when we were talking about this idea, it was so weird for me because, I mean, going back to this age, I haven't thought about this in so long. So I think I started my period at the normal age, I think around sixth grade, seventh grade, and I don't remember it being super dramatic, like in the movies or TV, where they go, Mom, I, I'm, I'm bleeding, like, kind of like your story. That is me. <laughs> and, like, a lot of people do have that experience, and, you know, that's kind of normal, but for me, I nothing about my life is normal. So I grew up around cousins that were mostly female and they were all older than me. So they taught me a lot of things, you know, they were older than me. So I got the period stuff, but they weren't around to give me all the sex talk. So like, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to get that. And I didn't need that really. So that's a little foreshadowing, but like, we're not even there yet. (laughs) That's a far ways away. My mom taught me the basics and I've always had a good relationship with my mom. Talking to her about this was not a huge deal. She didn't make me feel like weird about it. I I felt pretty comfortable going, hey mom, I'm bleeding from from my vagina. (laughs) I didn't really say it like that, but I mean, now I probably would. Do you have anything else to say about that part? No, I think think that's it as far as like when I started and how I felt when I started. Um, I felt gross. Yeah, it's still... It just feels so disgusting. Even now, I'm like, fuck. Mm -hmm. Every time, I'm like, it's gross. And I don't want to deal with it. And how long is it going to last this time? Yeah, like you don't feel good in any clothing. No. Everything you put on feels awful. Even if you're 
thin or if you're bigger, you know. Yeah. Not everybody even, has that. Right. Not even my clothes. I'm like, God, my hair fucking sucks <laughs> today. I don't like my makeup. Like, where, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> Me too. And Alex will be like, can we just get out of the house and go to dinner? And I'm like, no. I want I Taco Bell. I don't like anything in my closet. I don't like my hair today. I don't want to leave the house. That sounds exactly like me. Yeah. I don't want to leave the house. I just want to order DoorDash, Chick-fil-A, or I want to get Taco Bell and pig Not out. move, yeah. <laughs> and just, it's, it's a whole mood being on your period. It is. Not to mention the massive amounts of chocolate that I eat. I thought when I was little that that wasn't true. That that was it's, just something that they portray on TV. It's but it's so true. true. And it's true with women all the time. Mm -hmm. I found that working in an office with a lot of females, most of our department is female, which is so crazy <laughs> and amazing. Thank you, females. So everybody I sit around is mainly female and it's just super funny because somebody's always like, I need chocolate. We say it out loud because we're all <laughs> so comfortable with each other at this point. Uh -huh. We practically live at our cubicles at work. That's true. And it's so weird, but everybody, craves chocolate on her period everybody mm -hmm. even if you're vegan you know vegan chocolate dark chocolate yeah yeah hell yeah. <laughs> yeah i think going from that to how are your periods now we touched on that a little bit you know still feeling that same like oh my god i don't want to deal with it as far as like symptoms of my period now i still get really bad headaches i think i started getting bad headaches when i was about 13, 14, and they always come with my period. I do get headaches or like migraines actually all the time, even when I'm not on my period, but I will always get one like the day or second day of my period. Definitely. I have chronic migraines. I feel you mm -hmm. and I get them even worse on my period. I honestly, I want to go back to the worst period story because I forgot to say mine and I need to because it's so insane. Yeah. So in sixth grade, I used to wear these faded black skinny jeans and they were off black. They were my favorite ones. They were so old that they were gray. They weren't even black anymore. They were comfortable. They were a little bit big on me at the time. So I was in Spanish class. I was on my period and I had a pad on. That was my first mistake. I hate pads. I yeah, regret same. ever using pads. I, think I used pads for just a couple of years and I was like, mom, we gotta, we gotta change this. I used pads can. until the very end of high school. Yeah. I was afraid of tampons. Me too. I didn't understand like how they worked. I put it in like I tried. hot dog style. And yeah. Of, like, <laughs> I'm like, mom, this isn't what do you do? And she's like, no, you gotta like do the thing. Yeah. Like, okay. Well. But if you don't explored on there you never know and, no, and, and I didn't know like I had no idea yeah and I my mom doesn't really talk a whole lot about that she's kind of shy with like explaining things in that region Same I don't region. know if it's because she too. she has four brothers and she doesn't have like any sisters or a lot of women in her family so she's like, it comes with an instruction manual, didn't you read it? And I'm like, Mom. It doesn't help. They're like, at a like 45 degree angle, right. put and this up your pussy. I'm sorry. No. And I'm like, where? What? <laughs> what hole? There's this more is than why, hole. <laughs> no, this is why the girls and the generation that's just growing up now are perfectly fine because YouTube tutorials, right. there's somebody that has probably made. They have all of these different <laughs> outlets for information and I'm just like, I get a booklet that looks like it was drawn by a two-year-old. Great. Yeah, and <laughs> I didn't, I don't even know if 
I looked it up online at all because I think I was too afraid of what would come up because I didn't know anything about anything back then. Yeah. Like I said, I was wearing a pair of black skinny jeans. I was in Spanish class. You know, I thought I was safe with those black jeans. You always mm -hmm. think you're safe with black. But I was wearing a pad. It was leaking and it was basically leaking out the back. So like when you're sitting, you know, the blood can like travel back there and it basically like soaked my ass. In period blood. I was so lucky that I had a hoodie with me, so I wiped up the blood that was left on the chair. I got up and I immediately went to the nurse's office mm -hmm. and I went home. I had a really close relationship with the nurse, especially in middle school and high school because of all of my medical issues. Mm -hmm. I explained to her what happened and she let me go home. Like my dad came and got me. Mm -hmm. He didn't think anything of it. So I didn't have to explain it to him yeah. because he just thought I wasn't feeling good, like normal. Yeah. So that was a good way to kind of get out of having to tell your dad blood through your pad. It's just, right. it's a lot. Oh. And I don't want to have to talk to him about that stuff. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, it's young kid, right? <laughs> yeah. But our periods now are a lot more manageable. I still struggle a lot with my period. Mostly cramps and just the side effects. Not even the blood collection. Is that the way to say it? Yeah. <laughs> the, the, my collection method. <laughs> Isn't that what Clue calls it? I don't know who it is. The app Clue? I thought you got oh. it. No, I don't. Okay, so Clue is a period app. I use it to track my periods. It's actually really nice, but they even have that on there. So I don't know why you would want to track that, but whatever. <laughs> anyway, so like I said, I didn't use tampons until a senior in high school, maybe after high school. I don't really remember. And then when I met Jess, I talked to her about this amazing thing. Yeah, so I will kind of dive into that a little bit. Menstrual cups, if you have not tried them definitely look into it if you're interested if you think it's something you can handle because they are from my experience life-changing my first experience with it was just the little disposable cups i was going to disney world and i didn't want to have to stop every few hours and kind of take away from the day by going to the bathroom and changing out my tampon and I saw that with menstrual cups, you can actually wear it for up to 12 hours. So I thought, this is perfect. Yeah, I put it in before we go. I don't have to do anything with it until we're back home. And that first time was not a good experience. <laughs> I wasn't really that familiar with menstrual cups as far as how to take them out which I would say is probably the hardest part because you're trying not to make a mess. You also have to use muscles that are in there that you probably have not used before. You have not used before, you know? trust me. <laughs> and you, you, know, you have to be careful removing it and like disposing of it, whatever, whatever. So my boyfriend at the time was like, are you okay? You've been in the bathroom for a while. And I was like, no, I'm not okay. I need help. And he's like, well, open the door. I'm like, I can't open the door, but I'm going to slide the manual on how to do this thing under the door. And I need you to calmly read it to me. And he's like, what the fuck? I'm like, just please do it. So he was so sweet and stood behind the door and read me the manual that came in the box and that just kind of helped so I wasn't trying to read it and also do it I was just like listening to him read it and I was able to get it out it worked just fine and now ever since then I decided that I liked the outcome of it as far as 
just not having to worry about anything for up to 12 hours. So only changing it really like twice a day. And I continue to like work on my removal method a little bit better. But yeah, I upgraded from the little disposable ones to a reusable one, which is so much better for the environment. If you are a little bit more eco-conscious and you're wanting to kind of lessen your footprint on disposable feminine products, definitely look into it. There's Diva Cup, there's the Lily Cup. They even sell them at like Walgreens and Target. That's where I got yeah. mine. Yeah. yeah, so they're definitely a lot more accessible than they used to be. I ordered mine online. You can even try out those little disposable ones if you're wanting to try it first and see how it goes before making a commitment to the reusable ones because I think they're about 40 bucks. So. They are expensive, but I think you can keep them for like years. Mm -hmm. So it is worth it. And yeah. you don't have to go out every month and buy a box of tampons or a box of pads. I know I would usually buy both just in case I needed both. Right. And sometimes I would use both. And it got really expensive and I wasn't paying for my own shit back then. But now that I am, it's really nice not to have to worry about running out. Right. If you think about a box of tampons is like, what, 10, 12 bucks? Mm -hmm. And you're getting one maybe like once a month. So three months of that adds up to about the cost of your reusable cup. And then you don't have to worry about it for at least a year, if not longer. Yeah. So... And I can't get over only having to change it in the morning and at night. Mm -hmm. What I do is I wake up and I change it. Mm -hmm. And then I go until I get home from work. And then when I'm in the shower, I change it. Right. Changing it in the shower is so much better. Yeah. You so much better. Dump you just it down the drain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to worry about making a mess. And I was like, I would like get blood on the toilet or whatever. And it would freak Ethan out. And like, <laughs> I don't blame him. Like, that's blood. That's straight right. up blood that he's seeing. <laughs> and, you know, I don't blame people for being freaked out. If it wasn't my own blood, I would probably be like, why? Mm -hmm. But they're, they're just so nice. And not having to worry about it while I'm at work. You know, I can do yoga in them and not feel like I'm going to leak everywhere. Yeah, I, I couldn't work out before. Mm -hmm. I mean, now all I really do is yoga anyway, but if I were to do cardio, I could. Mm -hmm. I could go on a hike. I could run. I could <laughs> go swimming. Like, I don't have to worry about it. Exactly. Especially living in Florida. I, You know, I wore it to the beach. It's so nice. Mm -hmm. We can do whatever we want and not be held back. And also, we're not leaving this huge footprint using all these tampons and pads all the time. Right, exactly. It's so nice. Mm. I feel like I use less toilet paper that way, too. Yeah. Because when I change it, usually I'm in the shower. Mm. So you're not having to, like, clean yourself up as mm. much and... You're already in the shower with it. I do that too. It's nice. Mm -hmm. I haven't um, looked back. <laughs> going from that, talking more about birth control too, because that can definitely affect your period as well. So my experience with birth control, I started taking it when I was about 17. My mom found out that I was sexually active. So we went to the doctor and I was definitely like shamed into taking birth control and why aren't you already on it and do you know what can happen to you and I also went to a military doctor so that was probably a lot to do with it because uh, <laughs> they kind of suck but the first method of birth control that I decided to take was the patch and I don't remember the name of it but it's a little square patch that you wear for, I think, a few weeks. I think you wear it for about three weeks, take it off for a week, 
and within that time period that you're not wearing it, you're supposed to get your period and then you put a new one on after you're done with your period. So I have super sensitive skin. I don't know why I thought this was a good method for me, but I put it on and immediately I got this little square rash around where it was. So I tried to take it off and stick it in another spot and I got a rash again and the stickiness that's on it, it like ripped your skin too. Oh, it no. hurts, yeah. So I just kept trying to take it off and re-stick it on a different spot. You can put it on your butt, you can put it on your hip, I think your shoulder too. And I just remember trying all these different spots and it was still, I would get a rash. I was at school and I was just over the damn thing. It was like rubbing on my pants and just not comfortable. So I ripped it off and I threw it away. And within that time period, so I had put it on, this was all in like one day, I put it on, I was throwing up in the morning before I went to school, I still went to school, and by like the first few hours of school is when I went to the bathroom and took it off, and then before the end of the day, I started my period. Because there was, no, there was so much hormones in this tiny little patch that it was like completely changing my body. It was awful, yeah. So I, that was it. It was like one and done. I never tried it again. And I've never explored that option and I'm kind of glad that I didn't. (laughs) It's not good. Or at least for me, I don't want to like completely. No, and that's the thing. It's different for everybody. And the one I'm going to talk about is, you know, I've seen it worked for people and it doesn't work for me. So after the patch, I did try a pill. I, at that time, I still remember being in high school. I don't know if it was like before I started taking birth control or after, but I never took pills because I didn't know how to swallow pills. But I think at that time I had like gotten the hang of it because I would take like Tylenol for my headaches or things like that. But I was awful at trying to remember to take the pill every single day at the same freaking time. I was awful at it. And I would try to like put it in my backpack and take it, you know, at school if I forgot to take it in the morning before I went to school. And then I would forget it again and try to take it at night. But then I would try to take it another one again the next morning. And it was just not good. I would miss some and then start back up again. And I don't think I had regular periods during that time. So that was not a good method for me either. And then I finally switched to NuvaRing, which I loved that one. You have to be a little bit more comfortable with yourself to be able to insert it and also take it out. Same kind of thing with the menstrual cups. You just have to feel comfortable with yourself to do that, but I didn't really see a big issue with it. I was like, cool, I put this thing in and I don't have to worry about it for three weeks, take it out, whatever. And that was by far the best method that I had. I did stop using it for a few years just because I wasn't sexually active. And I know everyone's like, for years? Yes, for years. We'll talk about that another time. But (laughs) anyways, yeah, so I was off birth control for a few years and then I started taking it again last year, the NuvaRing. And it changed my mood so terribly that I just couldn't deal with it. I was like really irritable and then like depressed. I could tell my mood swings were just high and low and high and low. So after that, I stopped taking it. So as far as now, I use more of 
just a natural method, which I know people are going to roll their eyes at, but really if you think about it and you are someone that gets your period at the same time for the most part every month and you're able to kind of track it, you're only really fertile within about six or seven days of each month. So if you can log that and say, okay, I know that these are my days, just don't have sex during that time and it's not that big a deal. So you definitely have to kind of monitor your menstrual cycle and there are apps for that. I just kind of know between what days during the month that are my days, quote unquote. So that's really all that I do. You've tried a lot more than I have. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, well, you are older than me, not by much, but I didn't start having oh, sex. <laughs> I did not start having sex until I met Ethan. I mean, I was 19. So, I mean, I got a late start on that, which whatever, you know, my periods weren't that bad. So I didn't have to be put on birth control for my period's sake. Like a lot of people that I know, I started off with, I believe the pill and I didn't like it at first. I think that the nausea really killed me. And so after a short while, I changed to the Depo shot and the Depo Vera shot is very fucked up. It works for a lot of people and you know, that's cool and all, but be very careful with it. Talk to your doctor a lot. Don't let them pressure you into it because that's kind of how I got into it. He goes, you know, this is the best thing for you. You could just get a shot every whatever. It wasn't worth it. It ruined my body. My body hasn't been the same since. It could have caused so much extra damage to my body that I don't even know of yet. It's really hard. Yeah, I have only heard bad stories about the shot too. And it was like, and this is gonna sound awful, but the girls that I knew in high school who got pregnant, they, or I, I had a close friend in high school too who had gotten pregnant. And both the girl I went to school with and then the one that I was close friends with that it became pregnant, their method that they were using for birth control was the shot and they missed a shot and then that ended up happening. So it's like your body goes through so many hormone changes when you first take that shot and then when you miss it or stop taking it too. So it's, it's with any method of birth control, you really have to try it out and see how you feel, notice changes in your body, tell your doctor if it's something that's not feeling okay because there are going to be you know slight changes when you do take birth control but if it's anything major it's it's definitely not worth it definitely and i still take the pill now i took the depo shot for a long time and then i decided it was too much and i stopped and then i was off birth control for a little bit just use you know the natural method and that was working for me you know i haven't had a kid so that's good i've only had one pregnancy scare so that's not too bad honestly i think that if you're safe you're careful you you know what you're doing don't use the pull-out method right common sense things that normal people should know if you don't know these things google is perfect if you're curious the pull-out method doesn't work <laughs> so yeah i take the pill now and the one I'm on now is one of those ones where each week is like a different level of the hormone mm -hmm. and then the last week is basically a sugar pill Right. in a way. My doctor said that this would be the best for me and 
at that point she was really worried about my blood pressure and she wanted me to get on something else and then I started losing weight and I started smoking so my blood pressure you know went down and mm -hmm. I'm honestly it's a scary thing that your birth control can make your blood pressure go up but I'm glad that it didn't make any fatal damages on my body by doing that right. it's scary you have to really watch yourself you have to keep a notes tab in your phone or your google drive and write down every symptom that you have and ask your doctor hey is this normal if it is you know talk about your options and ask so many questions your Absolutely. doctor's there to help you any questions you have about anything about your vagina <laughs> just ask your doctor yeah for sure. I need to make an appointment. That reminds me. <laughs> I haven't been to the gynecologist in a, in a hot minute, so I should definitely go at least once a year, right? Is that what they say? Once a year. It used to be twice a year, but now it's once. Kind of hitting on that, have you ever experienced any sort of STD or STI? Honestly, I haven't since Ethan's the only guy I've been with, and he wasn't with anyone prior to us dating. He was with his ex, you know, a few times, but they were safe and she didn't have anything as far as I know. But lucky for me, I didn't have that issue. It's very normal and very common and it does happen. A lot of people catch STIs and, you know, it happens. There's ways to get it better from it. You're not going to hopefully die from it. So. so I am going to kind of bring up my story with that and I was like, Thinking about it when we were talking about doing a period cast. For sure. But I think my experience, it's a little bit eye-opening to people because it's something that they don't necessarily think could happen or that the two kind of coincide with each other. Mm -hmm. But HPV, that is something that I experienced. And it is extremely common. So if you have not ever been checked and you are sexually active, please go get a pap. It's something that is just so common. There's so many strands of it. There's some that you could potentially get, you know, like genital warts with. There is some that can lead to cervical cancer, ovarian cancer, all of these major things. And unfortunately, that was the road that I was headed down. I found out that I got HPV and within just a few months of getting an abnormal pap, I decided to go back in. It was my own request to have a biopsy done for further information about what exactly was going on because it was something that was very prevalent in my family. My mom's mom, my grandma, passed away from ovarian cancer. My sister had also told me that she had a few issues with this as well. So after getting a biopsy, I found out that I had precancerous cells on my cervix, which I further had to go from the biopsy into having cryotherapy to remove those precancerous cells. And I went to a specialist for that. And he told me that he had never seen a progression so rapidly from, you know, the HPV to the precancerous cells to, you know, potentially going into, they wouldn't have had the cryotherapy done. It could have ended up being cancerous. So it's super scary to hear something like that at, I think I was about 19 or 20 
when I was dealing with all of that, thinking, oh my God, I could have had cancer from HPV. And I'm sure there's some people that are out there thinking, what about the HPV shot, the Gardasil shot, the three, the three rounds of it? I think I had that. I yeah. had that. And I remember being like in middle school and being so excited about it because they had this commercial that would come on TV and it was like, I want to be one less, one less, O-N-E-L-E-S-S. And I was like, oh my God, I mom. I remember that. Yeah, and my mom was like, yeah, no, I, I want you to get that because I didn't know it at the time, but it was something that my sister had just gone through. So we went and I had all three rounds of it. It was still pretty new at that time when I got it, but it doesn't mean that it protects you from every strand of HPV that is out there. So please, if you have not gone and gotten your pap, I'm like semi-talking to myself here, but it should be done yearly for sure. If you have an abnormal pap, go back in six months, check yourself out, be super strict with your doctor if you do get that abnormal pap don't just let it go by and be like okay well it is probably like a thing no please go get that checked out a second time within six months and be on top of it you know set a schedule set a timeline for yourself because it's just so crazy how often it comes up i guess and how bad it could have been if you didn't do anything about it yeah yeah and that's the scariest part right and it's all you know everyone is different it's all about your genetics you know things like that unfortunately do happen a lot in my family I have a history of it so if you are in a similar boat to me it's definitely something that you need to be on top of for sure mm-hmm. definitely and I think we're gonna wrap up the episode on that note definitely. and I think that if you have any questions about anything like that Google is your best friend you can email us your we doctor. Will, yeah, your doctor. But there's always answers for you out there. Mm-hmm. Even your parents, you know, your brothers and sisters might even have some knowledge about it. Right. You don't even know. Like, Ask your friends if you have a lot of girlfriends. For that sure. You feel comfortable talking to coworkers, anybody. I used to never talk about anything like that. Right. My friends never talked about that in high school and like middle school. We never talked about periods really. Mm-hmm. Like now. I talk about it so much, and I'm so unashamed of it. I know I we're talking about opening tampons. I know mm-hmm. now I don't give a fuck. I just right, like just, I, I'm so loud. I just like. Yeah. You like look, bitches don't fuck with me today. <laughs> I have a tampon in my pussy, and I'm gonna fight you. Okay. Basically. I hope you guys have a good week, and we will see you guys not next Friday, but the Friday after. All right. Thank you.